Ladies and gentlemen, happy America Day. Sadly, we missed that it. it is. Yeah, it's close enough. Close enough. From the fireworks, you'd never know it wasn't. Oh, my gosh. Like, uh, sorry, was was is this the 4th of July or is it the 2nd through the 6th of July? It's the week of July. It's 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 the week. <laughs> it never ends. Seems like it never ends. Ladies and it gentlemen, weird, though, because last yesterday, yes, I heard way more stuff going on than the actual fourth. We like, had teenage kids buying like Roman candles so and weird. igniting them in the parking lot. Nice. Oh, dude, it was ridiculous. I'm Neath Miss Orion, and I'm dead inside. I'm Cairo, and I'm shortly behind. <laughs> and welcome to the Two Schmo Show, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a week. Hasn't it? It feels like it. It really does. How was your week, besides the whole stuff you were telling me besides, earlier? Besides work. Work kind of sucked. But besides work, not too bad. Um, one of the video review essay sort of YouTubers who I follow, um, the it's called The Closer Look, mm-hmm. has evolved into feature-length movie essay youtuber (laughs) he put out an hour and 45 minute video yesterday critiquing why the star wars sequels are are such bad sequels not just like bad movies but specifically bad sequels all this week i've been thinking about how we totally forgot to talk about uh rise of skywalker yeah we did you know what i haven't seen it you haven't seen i couldn't be bothered i i just don't care because I know, like, I have an idea in my head of what the movie should be. I just know it's not going to be that. Oh, no, dude. It's way worse. Like, the whole... I, 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 there was a really good part that the guy brought up. He was talking about, like, the worst decision they made was switching from J.J. to Ryan Johnson and then back to J.J. Having two different directors work on it was just a complete mistake. Wasn't it, though? Because, like... Like, I think we're, we're well past spoilers right now. Oh, yeah. Like, the whole idea of bringing Palpatine back <laughs> just makes no sense because it's not foreshadowed at all. It's just random. It, I don't know. It just makes me not want to see it. I do have Disney Plus right now, though. Oh, do you we'll now? Get into why. We'll get into why later. Um, but I'll probably watch it while I have that. I was actually about to say, I could give you a rundown of the plot and we can make fun of it? Or... I mean, based I, off your first I reactions. A, I have a pretty good idea of the plot. You mean with the force I, healing? You know, like, yeah, major plot points. I sort of know what happens. Gee whiz, gee whiz, gee whiz. Yeah, whole thing is such a mess, though. But he did have a really good... His whole thing with this was that he wanted to use it not just as a way to complain about something, but to give his idea of what should have happened instead. And it was actually a pretty good idea. What was but, it? So he, I don't know, I made a comment. Let me see if I can find it real quick. His whole idea was to take the complete, the sequel trilogy yeah. and change it into a look, like an official Disney look into the extended universe, Ooh, which yeah. they, of course, wrote off in its entirety. So that doesn't really work. Um, but his idea was to bring in the, I don't know how, how to really spell this or pronounce it, but the Yu Zhang Vong, which is some like 
extra galaxy race that is apparently super advanced and tries to wipe out like the 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 known Star Wars galaxy. Um, and the whole idea of it was that there's such an overwhelming force that you know the Sith and the Jedi have to actually work together for once to a common goal, and in that they sort of you know mend bridges and wipe away the mistakes of both of their pasts to go towards a better future it was it was a lot it's just you know i mean anything's better than what they did but it was a very interesting idea i liked it a lot that is a really cool idea it's amazing mm -hmm. to me how these movies feel like they weren't written by people who know star wars right and that was the thing is that like apparently Ryan Johnson very specifically said that he was a Star Wars fan, but when you watch his movie, it's hard to see how that's true because he just sort of wrote off and threw away so much stuff just for the sake of telling the story that he seemed to want to tell. And I, I think that's the big thing is that Abrams and Johnson are both really good directors and writers in their own right. They have a pretty great, look or uh, i'm not sure what the word for it is i've lost style it. but they have uh, i don't know they have movies that they've both done that are amazing you yes. know i mean abrams has probably a dozen of them and right after star wars uh ryan johnson did knives out which is a phenomenal movie yeah so they're great storytellers they just suck at <laughs> dealing with star wars well you, you never you'd never thought you'd hear it but it's like you almost want george lucas to work on it again because at least he knew what the universe was supposed to look like. I think it's very hard to step into the shoes of Star Wars. If you have like, let's face it, Disney marketed those movies to be focus group to hell and back. They definitely did. Those movies. But I feel like even. Go ahead. Sorry. I feel like they took no risk in like a greater mm -hmm. sense. Like Ryan Johnson yeah. took risk. Don't get me wrong, but. They didn't take he any took the wrong risks. He, yeah, he took the wrong risk. <laughs> yeah, I, the, the big problem that I have with it, though, is that just from the first to the second movie, there's so many inconsistencies that even a casual moviegoer, someone who's not seen anything outside of the main, I guess up to that point, the first six Star Wars movies, would be should should at least be able to notice these these tonal inconsistencies things that just don't make sense even if you can write off the stuff that you know makes for really cool set piece moments the overall story of it just doesn't make sense and it just doesn't feel like something i want to go and watch again you want to hear my honest opinion yes prequels Great. better oh yeah by far <laughs> Like I don't think there's even an argument to be made the other way there. The the sequel movies have some really good CGI, but honestly, at this point, what doesn't? Yeah, it's so cheap to do good CGI at this point that it's not even that impressive. I was actually noticing that looking at what would be the the second movie, the second prequel, the CGI is already starting to look kind of outdated in what? a weird way, especially like the monsters, the aliens they have. Oh, they look awkward. I agree with that, especially with the Dex Cafe scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because, you know, like in the nostalgia glasses vision of it, it looked amazing. It looked so realistic. But now there's just so much stuff that's so much better. I mean, look at Thanos. It looks dated. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanos, I think, is going to be 
his own subject in CGI mm-hmm. classes in the future. Yeah. They, they did an amazing job with it. Just everything that they've been able to do with improved and just generally better motion capture of like faces and stuff is just blows anything that they've tried to do in the past out of the water. Like like video games too. If <laughs> there was a a pretty infamous cutscene in one of the recent Destiny updates where there's like a not like an in-game cutscene, so it's not scripted out or anything like that. It's very unpolished. It just uses like the regular um like noise to mouth converter sort of software to oh, do the mouth motions yeah. on it. And there's a part in it where this guy does this really long sort of hearty chortle for a good three, four seconds, and it doesn't match at all. It looks so gross and weird and just kind of terrifying. It's like, why doesn't your mouth match the noise that's coming out of it? Ah, and it's like, that's like the whole prequels is just using that. You know, I can totally see it. But I don't know. You know what my f- favorite criticism of Rise of Skywalker is? Hmm. If you had to choose, like, if you had to bring back a dead character for no particular reason, you could choose this vast library of bad, like, badasses to bring back that would mm-hmm. buy movie tickets. Yep. Why Palpatine? Why yeah, not Darth I, Vader? I... Yeah. I guess in the universe. Palpatine is one of the few that could plausibly still be alive because we only saw him fall down really far. <laughs> Help, but, I've fallen yeah. and I can't get from up. Like, <laughs> from like an actual character perspective, though, it's just done to death. He, he's been in all six of the movies at this point. Oh, Who yeah. cares? Yeah. One of the other parts that was brought up pretty heavily in his uh, sort of critique of it, though, was the world building side of it. In all of the sequels, there's no world building at all. All you know is what they show on camera and you don't get the feel that there's anything happening outside of what they're actually showing you. Oh, of course. And compared to what compared to what Lucas was doing, it's not even comparable. OK. And it just makes it boring to watch. Name one setting in the sequels that was unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. not. There's not at all. I mean, because it's like, all right, Jakku, that's Tatooine. Yeah. Um, casino uh, planet, it's, it's a casino. Yeah. Salt planet, that's Hoth. Yeah. It's, it's just one-to-one places we've already seen. Yeah. My Although I am, I, I do have, personally, I give the salt planet thing a bit of a pass because the visuals on that were pretty great with the the red dust being kicked up. I oh yeah, really enjoy that. I will say, yeah, Last Jedi made me really love the color red. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's visually stunning in that film. It it did use color really well. Yes. Um, but one of the things that he that it was like a question at the start of it to talk about the world building is for a question for the people who aren't invested in a Star Wars story outside of the main movies was basically just. Who is, who are the first order? You know, space Nazis. Are they, but no, like more specifically than that, are they like a small militia sort of group with barely any control, trying to struggle and find their place in the system? Are they this huge dominant force like the Republic was? And you have no way of knowing. And either one that you try to choose as like a 
a perspective to get behind, neither makes sense. Because if they're a small group, how can they afford to build something like Starkiller Base that would be trillions and trillions of whatever credits or whatever? It would be completely unfeasible for a small group to do it. But if you're a large group, it still doesn't make sense because they've got two perfect examples in their history of how it doesn't work when you could just spend all that money on uh, building a bigger fleet and bringing in more troops and just fighting and gaining territory the way that historically it has always worked with large ground battles. Yeah. just There's just so much that doesn't make sense. When The Force Awakens was first announced and the title Force Awakens showed up, I never said this out loud because I was always afraid of jinxing it, but I thought to myself, that sounds like a fanfic. And mm-hmm. the more that this goes on, like the Star Wars sequels, the more it feels like fanfic to me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. y- you have the original story, which is an honest attempt at writing a good Star Wars story. Yep. You have the edgy fanfic phase where everything's got to be subversive and I've got to prove myself as an artist. Mm-hmm. And then you have, oh, I never finished this story years ago. Might as well finish it so everybody else online can no, it has an ending. Yep. Yeah. And the sad thing is, we still don't know much about the characters originally introduced in this film. No, we really don't. There was a pretty good uh, clip in, that I saw talking about the, the Chekhov's guns in the sequel movie that oh. never go anywhere. And they had taken the scene from, oh, what's that one? It's, let me give me one second here. Uh, I'm, I can't remember the name of it. Oh, that's embarrassing. I'll come back to this in a second. But uh, the point of it was there's all these major plot points that had never been finished at all. Like, the the big one they're talking about with Spin being a stormtrooper is like forgotten within the first ten minutes of him not being a stormtrooper anymore, and that should be such a huge thing. You think? Just completely drop it. How did he become a stormtrooper? Was he raised that way? Did he have friends? Where you know? Where is Finn from? Mm-hmm. Did he enlist? Was he kidnapped? They, they, I don't think they say. Yeah, I feel like there's the impression that he must have been indoctrinated in some way, but it really doesn't make sense. Hot fuzz, that's the one. Where there's apparently there's a scene in Hot Fuzz, which is a great movie in its own right, but there's a scene in Hot Fuzz where there's this guy that the police are talking to about some gun that he has, and there's something about you know did you fire that gun, and it's a shotgun that's clearly been uh, you know broke broke action sort of thing and it's clearly already been fired and he's like yeah I did and he's like do you have any more guns on you and he's just like not on me and it's like what do you mean not on you and it goes to this scene by scene of all these like this armory full of stuff and with that they overlaid it on top of it all of the like 15 different huge plot points that were just never touched on in the movie <laughs> I'm looking on Wikipedia, the Star Wars Wikia, <laughs> and 
literally for Finn's birth, a pre, you know, um, birth biography and whatnot. It's literally mm-hmm. just a paragraph that references yeah. uh, the comics. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, sorry. Star Wars Rebels, because that was uh, apparently really important. Star Wars Rebels, I've never heard of that. It's the new Star Wars cartoon they did because Clone Wars was popular. What? This looks like crap. This is like somebody saw Clone Wars and completely missed why the animation style worked yeah this is gross oh and they even got their little ahsoka stand-in character how nice wait which one's the ahsoka stand-in there's a green female alien with the head yeah i see it i don't even know what they're called yeah i did see that actually ahsoka is in that for like one episode Mm-hmm. And it was literally an episode to just resolve the whole Ahsoka Anakin um, turning into Darth Vader plot point. Yeah. Where they literally just see each other. She's like, I don't even know you anymore. That's it. So sad. Yeah, it just looks. I, I really don't like the modern kids animation style. It's oversimplified. It really is. Like, I don't know. It just—it's gross. Cal Arts, be damned. For, one thing I always look for in animation is particularly at the way that they do hair. Oh yeah. And the hair in this looks like actually just like plastic, like <laughs> Lego hair. Yes. It looks so bad. You can just take it off, put it on a different character. Mwah. Yeah. It's like, and this is something I have against a lot of 3D animation because you can tell they did these in like different spots. Like you could detach these parts off and like dissect them. Yeah. Yeah. And there's the other thing is the shading on this. Let me pull this back up and do a side by side here. Star. Because I've got, I'm just looking at like the, the official splash art sort of things that they have. Yeah. And the shading is so simplified, too. No. I just don't like it. I can't ever really get behind something like that. Is that a lightsaber with a gun? That's what I was thinking. You you saw it, too. So I, oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I don't know. It really looks like it, though. It does. The way he's holding it. It's beautiful. It's redundant. There is apparently actually a thing called a lightsaber rifle, though. Of course there is. Why not? What's this even from? Jocasta knew we wielded a lightsaber rifle against Darth Vader. Ooh. Where can I buy one at my local Walmart? <laughs> right? It's nerf yeah, or nothing. It, it's all it's all made for marketability. Oh, obviously. Which is a shame. Um, but yeah, I mean, squandered potential. I can't really fault Star Wars for trying to be marketable because, I mean, look at the original Star Wars movies and how much toys they had. Yeah, but they earned their way to that. I think that's the big difference is that they were groundbreaking as a movie first 
and genuinely got people hooked on the story from the start and then they did toys not the other way around where they just slap the star wars logo on anything they want to sell a million pieces of and push it out there to do it you're not wrong yeah i just learned something very disturbing about my mm-hmm. uh, uh audio capture what's that uh i can control the volume that you speak at with okay. my um actual volume controls on my computer really yeah that doesn't seem right it's definitely a weird bind it is weird good news is so oh, yeah good go news ahead. is i figured it out before i did something stupid that is good Um, so I was going to say, though, speaking of Disney properties. Oh, no. Um, I now have Disney Plus, which yes. is like the only video subscription service I ha- I've ever had uh, because of the Hamilton movie that's going out on it. Yes, actually, I'm kind of that. That in the Marvel shows are coming to it mm-hmm. really pushed me towards that. But I also want HBO Max. Yep. Thankfully, I have HBO Max with my like TV provider stuff. I, I have pay for HBO through that, and it just comes with it. Um, but yeah, it's really I don't know. So I, I'm lucky enough that I've seen Hamilton. I saw it in Chicago on stage. No way! I, like it was like third or fourth cast down the line. It was nowhere near like the original hype most of the people in the audience were from uh a local school that had apparently bought a bunch of tickets of course <laughs> like, a, like an elementary school type of school not even like a high school where the kids can appreciate it it was just a bunch of young kids uh but it was you know it's it's a it's a really 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 good play mm-hmm. so i'm really interested to see if it's able to hold up to the precedent that they set it seems like it's it's being really well received at least. So that's good. Of course it's Hamilton. Mm-hmm. I dare say it's the phantom of the opera of our generation. Yeah. Oh yeah. There are whole people who dedicate their personality to just quoting Hamilton songs. It's wrong. Yeah. What I've never been able to see, though, is somebody who's, like, like, there's a lot of reviews from people who review movies. Yeah. I think that's pretty well justified. But I'd like to see it reviewed from people who review plays. And I haven't seen that yet. Because I, I don't know. From what I've seen from trailers and previews and crap of it is that it should be fine. But I just feel like it could also be a bit rushed i mean it's disney it's hard to trust them with anything really you're not wrong look what they did to star yeah. wars yeah right <laughs> well look at what we just ranted about for 20 minutes i mean yeah they have a knack for messing things up they don't have a need to so i'll probably see it i'm, I'm planning to watch it this week so i'll have a fresh take on it when we when we meet next but it's gonna I don't be know. fun on a bun oh yeah uh i feel weird that I'll we're say though, i mean oh, sorry go if on. it's like 
if it's anywhere near as good as the stage play though it's still going to be great and well worth a watch and you know for it's like seven bucks a month for disney plus that's for if you're watching it with more than one person that's really really worth it just for doing like a month of it to see it very true very very true yeah i feel weird that we're still in the middle of the streaming wars yeah it's i was noticing in just starting to get ready for this though that the sites like rotten tomatoes must be just so desperate for anything that they can do like looking at like top box office movies and what's opening in theaters is just such a departure from what it usually is oh i gotta see this now well so the movies opening this week there's two of them one has some ratings the other has none i've never heard of either of them i don't think either of them are even rated oh geez one has no information on it i could see at that. all so yeah, I mean, I kind of feel bad for them. And then top box office, you know, I know that most countries are, at least were, in some sort of lockdown. But I can't believe that there's not, and maybe this is just because they pull from U.S. box offices more than others. It just, I don't know any of these movies. I find it interesting how I'm going down their page and it's got hidden gems on Hulu, hidden gems mm-hmm. on HBO Max, certified fresh on Hulu. Yep. Yep. It's bizarre because I feel like I'm just being advertised a streaming service, but this is desperately what they need to do for content at the moment. Yeah, I mean, what what else can they do? They can make the movies themselves. And they have an Avatar The Last Airbender article. If you like Avatar, you'll like these. It better have Korra on there. If you <laughs> thank you, top comment. If you aren't interested in watching the video with a Pixar, Samurai Jack, Clone Wars, Dragon Ball Z, She-Ra, and Teen Titans. No Korra. So, wow. Yeah. I think you could justify not having it on there since it's a continuation of the series. So it's a pretty understanding it's a natural jump from one to the other but you know, i don't think there's anything wrong with their list there it's pretty standard fare yeah no it's literally you ask an animation nerd what they should watch mm-hmm. should we get to the news oh i suppose oh great Play the CNN banner music right now, like the. <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch CNN. I don't either. I haven't even. I don't think I can remember the last time I watched TV on the news. You mean it's news been on a the really TV? Really long time. Yeah, either or. I mean, I watch my no- local news, but I'm working mm-hmm. at night so often that I don't see it often. Yeah. Because really, five o'clock is the best time to go watch the news. You can't really expect it to be good halfway through the day because they're still breaking the stories that's true i don't know news is kind of boring i know today, it looks like there's that's, just not much going on that's how kind of how i felt first slow news day since the pandemic 
Yeah. A lot of what I've been seeing in the news, like for the last couple of weeks, really, has been uh, variations on either people are protesting and something bad happens either to them or because of them or anything about people not wanting to wear masks and way overreacting to a situation. You know, it's one of those two. It really is. Did you just tell me to wear a mask? You care about my health? I saw a pretty... It makes something that made a lot of sense with the whole masks thing. And it was someone talking about how if COVID had symptoms that were more like Ebola or anything that was much more visual and kind of, I guess, gross. Yeah. People would be wearing masks, no question. You know, it's like, oh, man, I'm going to get sick and have diarrhea all the time. And, oh, no, I can't have that. I better wear a mask. But, you know, it's only my lungs. Hey, have you seen how much people smoke? Exactly. People don't care. If they can't see it, they don't care. Um, what was Someone it? Someone needs to start, somebody needs to start, like, it's basically propaganda, but basically a propaganda campaign showing, like, what happens when you actually have COVID. You know, what do you have to go through? What sorts of surgeries and treatments do you have to have so you don't die? How do you have to live after that? To, like... Yeah, it's like the the scared straight shows they used to have. They probably still have that, actually. Have you seen the social media article about like the bodybuilder lost sixty pound of, pounds of muscle because he was just laying in bed with COVID for a month? Oh yeah, I believe that. Yeah, no, that that, makes, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. It really does, considering he's all protein and the virus attacks mm-hmm. your proteins. Yeah. Well, and if you can't actively work out, you're gonna atrophy really fast, especially oh. when you're at like like a peak performance sort of situation like that oh hell yeah Mm -hmm. i just it doesn't make sense to me because let's face it we're all kind of financially strained at the moment even if you are an essential worker Mm -hmm. because let's face it those who are essential also were financially strained beforehand um very true (laughs) um so the last thing you kind of want is a doctor's bill yeah, right. Especially now when doctors are probably making a killing. I have I have no idea. I'm just it seems like common sense. It should be. But then again, you know, in flu season it should be common sense to just, you know, wash your hands and all those things and people still don't. So it should be common sense, but you know, people continue to not surprise i had this lady come in on the fourth of july the other night not wearing a mask but this is not like your average typical not wearing a mask story mm-hmm. um she comes in she just wants to buy ice cream and traditionally with that if you don't wear a mask i really don't care if you're just doing it in and out because you're not going to be here long enough to really bother anything she comes mm-hmm. in and gets her ice cream and i'm working at register um, traditionally I don't usually work registers because it's, I'm manager and I need to be somewhere else most of the time, but our one cashier is upstairs having a break. So she comes up to me and says, I need to cut in line cause my ice cream is melting and it's a <laughs> giant gallon tub of ice cream. Okay. And we're in an air conditioned building. Okay. 
And I said to her, I'm like, no, I'm not going to let you cut in line when there's so many people here. And if you really want to leave early, you can take one of the self-checkouts. Um, so she stops, looks at the self-checkouts. She's like a couple registers away from me because um, she's basically yelling at this point. And she says, well, I don't want to do that, so you can just keep it. And then she throws the ice cream at me. I don't get people. Yeah, no, she realized how much trouble she would get in if it hit me, and she kind of, like, curved her wrist so it would biff it, and it lands on the <laughs> register in front of me, and then she just runs. Jeez. Yeah. I don't... I don't I'm not, that's, like, that's one of those things where I'll just never understand what's wrong with people. Crack. It just never makes sense. Yeah, crack, math, take a pick, but... Just the mindset of people like that is so bizarre. Just doesn't make sense. This one woman also came in. This one was a little weird and it just wasn't logical. She uh, comes in to donate, use our Coinstar, right? Mm -hmm. She puts in about, I don't know how much, but you know, Coinstar takes a chunk of your coins for themselves, right? Right, yeah. This woman comes up to me and is like, I need to redeem this Coinstar slip. It was for 97 cents. She said she needed it for gas money. What? Yeah. Why don't you just give the coins to the people at the gas station? That's what I thought. That's not even enough for a full dollar. No. What the hell is wrong with people? It was literally the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And I stopped for a moment because, like, I just wanted her gone because I was closing at the time. And, like, after she left and I had a moment to, like, calm down, go home and drive my way home, I stopped for a second. I'm like, why'd she do that? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. People just. Why? You had over a dollar in coins. You were just getting coins back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're getting less coins back. It does, that's like some reverse money laundering. See, this this is the kind of stuff why pyramid schemes and just generally stupid scams work. <laughs> is that there's just people who don't understand how money works, like, at all. At all. It's like the old thing where you can. It's oh, what was that? You trade like a dollar for three quarters, and you have more because you have three of the quarters instead of only one dollar. Then you trade the three quarters for it. Just goes on and on, and you end up for with six nothing. dimes. You're stupid. You don't know how money works. <laughs> six dimes. I did hear a pretty cool story about um, some guy who was able to trade for um, a bunch of rare magic cards. And this was sort of like, like a, a social study sort of a thing where he was, he started with a single booster pack of cards. Yeah. And he wanted to trade up with that one booster pack over span of a few years to see if he could get to like anything that was actually worth something and he was apparently able to actually do it he ended up with you know like little bits and pieces at a time he just kept trading up and trading up and trading up 
That's awesome. It's just like, can you imagine being on the other side of that though? <laughs> like, you're the person who he's trading up through, and you're just constantly getting screwed over. <laughs> it's a negotiation at that point. Oh yeah. I don't know. People are dumb. People are really dumb. Oh, I think I was part of a Russian money laundering scheme the other day. Oh, yeah? Woman comes in with this very thick Russian accent. And she says, I need to spend $500 on Visa prepaid card. And so I do it, you know, whatever. Mm. And then she's like, good, good. And then she puts in her purse, and then she takes out, like, $1,000 in $100 bills. And she's like, and now I need you to break these into smaller bills. Mm. Yeah. Can you, uh, can you see the problem there? Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, we did not have enough money in the whole register to break those, so she had to go away, but it was... I'm pretty sure I'm a mem- member of the Russian Mafia. How there's something like that you can do with that though, where you, I don't remember what it's called, where you ask someone to break a large bill into smaller bills and you end up walking away with more money or something like that. Oh yeah, I don't remember what it's called. I remember I got trained for it when I worked at Best Buy though. I remember we had a moment because apparently Call it happened to another one of our stores. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of those things that I just, I just don't understand. You know, it's yeah. like count the money. Don't give them more money than they're supposed to. Or just don't offer to break bills in the first place. You're not a damn bank. You see, we actually do affiliate ourselves with a bank, Western Union. So people do assume we have bank money. Gotcha. Yeah. Which we don't. We're a grocery store. What was the other thing? I don't remember it, but there was some other scam about with, that was with like gift cards and stuff. They always had a strain on it because apparently people were buying. I think it had to do with like buying gift cards with like fraudulent credit cards or something like that. Oh, so like, and it was something yeah. that happened enough that they uh, put a upper limit on how much money you can buy in like a week or something at any store. So, gee whiz, many many scams. But yeah, good old money laundering. I now that that that's the kind of thing that I feel like if you have fifteen hundred bucks that you need to launder in some way. Oh, excuse me. Excuse you. If you have that much money that you need to launder, I feel like there's got to be a better way than like trying to hawk it at a grocery store or something. But I'm not yeah. sure. I guess, you know, every Russian mob has to start somewhere. They can't all have a laundromat. They all can't be friends with Putin. Mm-hmm. There was a good joke I saw. I talked about something, some news story about Russian voter fraud or something, and someone commented on it about how, what are you talking about? Russians love to vote. Sometimes they even do it two or three times. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's it's like, yeah, sometimes they do. Oh, what else is going on in the world? I'm not sure. Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. Except it's not really. He's like 
I thought he already said he was going to run for president like two years ago. He has. And he's just like, yeah. But except he's too late for most of the states now to get on their ballots. Yeah. People were pointing that out case. instantly. Just so dumb. I think he was just drunk texting us. Probably. It's not a can yay, it's should yay. <laughs> it's pretty good. Really? Really? I thought that was the dumbest joke I've ever made, and people have been laughing at that. Yeah, sometimes dumb jokes are good. I, I suppose so. Ooh. So I've been on this is why I'm broke.com to find like stupid ideas for, you know, seeing what they have for the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Do you miss having hand-to-hand contact with people? Uh, it, not not so much. Worried about having your hand get infected while you're out in public, but you want to use your hand? Uh, no. Well, Chiral, I got <laughs> just the object for you. Okay. The okay. handy hand. A spare hand on a retractable pole that you can use for... Opening doorknobs, shaking hands, covering your mouth when you cough. Only seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine. Yeah. Oh wow. This is actually something someone sells. Yes. Have you seen it yet? Looked it up. I'm trying to find it. None of these look like hands, though. Here, I'll just send you the thing in the Discord. Yeah. Like they. Uh, like if I look it up, like the first one is some product that's called the Handy Hand, but it's like a you know those like T-Rex claw things? Oh yeah. Chompers. It looks like one of those. Let's pull this up here. Oh, it's even on Amazon. <laughs> That's so dumb. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how is this not a parody? What the hell is this? Oak base for nightstands? What? <laughs> no one okay, no. You cannot be a I'm. This can't be real. I love the. This has to be a parody. I love the image they have on the side of the box of the kid drowning in the pool, and he's just reaching for him with the handy hand. Yeah. One of the ones I love is the last picture shows a guy using like a table saw or something. He's got the handy hand in one hand, and it's just his <laughs> other hand on the other side of it. <laughs> oh, I love the women using it as a selfie stick. <laughs> okay thank god this isn't real oh. it's not it's a novelty prank gift box oh okay i was really worried there <laughs> it's kind it's of a beautiful. real thing i i i guess the fact that this is immediately not like yeah that's fake is kind of indicative what else? Oh, they have other styles here. What else do we have? Ooh, go on. Uh, what is this? <laughs> this is called. Is that what it's called? Hide a poo. Hide a poo. I don't understand it. <laughs> They're fake lawn rocks that you you put over the top of your dog's poops so you don't have to pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good rock beats dog 
stop wasting your time with cheap plastic poop bags. And it's a picture of this guy taking his dog out to walk, and there's just rocks everywhere. <laughs> Advertise um, your business with optional card clips. One of my favorite things right now is um, looking through the questions and answers on Amazon about the handy hand. Mm-hmm. And someone says, how many batteries are needed? <laughs> Will it pass airport security? <laughs> uh. These are some pretty good ones, though. I love it. It's beautiful. We need more. Most of these are pet related, though. Of course. Ooh, baby's first gambling <laughs> set. <laughs> There's a good one here that is the Todd Lawson's Pet Petter. Never touch your pets again. Hell yeah. <laughs> Rechargeable for hotel use. <laughs> oh. Extra long Pet Petter reaches up to 54 inches. Dang it, my dog is 55 inches tall, though. Ugh. Oh. Official pet petter bumper sticker. I love my pet. I just won't touch it. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. About the inventor, pet lover, and noted animal trainer, Todd Lawson pioneered the famous arm's length teaching method in 2001. Since then, he's written, written the wildly popular animal behavior books, Use Your Inside Bark, Happier in a Cage, and Long Leash, Long Life. I have found Captain Crunch blue maple syrup. That sounds pretty disgusting. It does sound disgusting. Extreme chores. Like, there's so many of these. These just go on forever. Page one of 21. Okay, no. I, th I feel like there has to be a limit here for where we go with this. This is too much. Ooh, assault firing shotgun. I know what we're getting Conroy. Oh, yeah. Those things, like, are you, I think they're used for, like, shooting bugs. Huh. I've heard something like that. Still beautiful. And or rioters. You know. Yeah. It depends on the day of the week. Yeah, I, I remember I've heard something about that. Um, in a bit, just a little, little bit more serious note, uh, I've been seeing a bit of a resurgence in the Me Too movement. Oh, no. Particularly as it relates to musicians. Oh, um, no, that's me. On the, on, the, on the BBC's website, they have an article that's running today where apparently a musician, singer-songwriter Ryan Adams issued an apology for sexual misconduct allegations. And a bit closer to my world, one of the artists on MonsterCat, a production label that I'm a, I, I enjoy their music quite a lot. Um, but one of their artists, Arrowcord, was a subject of sexual abuse allegations by another MonsterCat artist dating back to 2014 and 2017 and, and ended up in MonsterCat having to issue an apology for it because apparently they were contacted by the artist who was abused back when it actually happened and they didn't do anything. 
and it's ended up today in not necessarily today today but recently in them removing pretty much all mentions of the artist from their pages and making sure that they aren't further promoting any of his music so yeah did you hear about the whole smash bros uh professional scandal i did i it makes sense about you know the reaction to it yeah i keep waiting for someone like um like the score esports or something like that to make a longer piece on it so i can actually get the the full story for it but from what i've been hearing it's something to do with one of the tournament uh, evo 2020 ornament tournament organizers was accused of sexual abuse on a 15 year old boy oh okay that i hadn't heard yeah that's that's bad well i heard there was a 15 year old boy involved with one of them um a lot of them were using their whole you know status as good guys at a a, uh Mm -hmm. a game that's ultimately also marketed towards children as well as adults um to you know kind of get in good with the kids yep yeah which is absolutely disgusting and un un unacceptable yeah it's definitely a shame that it ended up being this way but i'm glad that you know these are big companies capcom bandai that pulled out of their support for the event you know and it seems like it was very effective in getting change in action to happen. For those of you that don't know, Evo 2020 was going to be a fighting game tournament that's held every year. Yes. Yep. Yep. It's kind of a big deal for gamers. It is. This year was going to be an online tournament from what I was hearing. Yes. Which a lot of uh, competitions are switching to. And it's all things considered, it's probably for the best that this was canceled. Because fighting games and being online are just notorious for problems that are happening. Of course. You can't play something that requires like literal frame perfect inputs when the other guy that you're playing against has a, you know, when it's not in a land setting. There's just so much variance that's going to happen. Any result from it would be pretty hotly contested for for pretty much forever. Yeah, imagine, like, actually winning that, and it's all because of the lag. Yep. And it's not wrong. I mean, I've seen plenty of videos of people trying to play fighting games online against people who are lagging horribly, and it looks terrible. You know, think of, like, what was it? Evo Moment 47 or whatever from, like... God, how long ago was that? Evo Moment 37, which was the iconic... Uh, Daigo versus uh, Justin Wong fight in 2004. You'd never be able to have something with that many frame perfect inputs in an online setting. Never. It's just right from the start, you're automatically making your event less competitive. The thing that scares me about fighting game players, like the professional ones, is that they Mm -hmm. think faster than a computer at times. Oh, yeah. And that's purely the reason why they can never do it online. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's definitely a shame. But it's good that 
the Evo organizers and their sponsors all sort of came to this common response pretty quickly. Yeah. I guess they're doing what they can to stay ahead of it. I I would. Not going to lie. Yeah, you kinda... don't really have early choice. Yeah. It's the reason why I don't like Smash. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I like the game, but I don't like the professionals. Never have. Right. Have you ever seen that video of, like, the two guys from the Melee, uh, Smash Melee scene? The one guy is, like, giving a speech about how you can, if you apply yourself, you can graduate high school, get a good job, get a um, degree from college, and make something for yourself. And then there's another guy who's saying that you should, like, totally skip out in school and just play Smash your whole life. (laughs) No, I haven't seen that. Oh, yeah, dude. It's one of my favorite character studies of the Smash community. Hmm. It's like one is just trying to be in, in, um, in, inspirational, and the other one's like, "Yeah, I cheated in math." Yeah. Yeah. The whole fighting tournament esports as a whole it's just so vague it's so varied you know to me as like a a a, like a more action and shooter focused gamer to think of there being any sort of overarching tournament for all of like the first person shooter games would just be crazy oh yeah literally impossible yeah the fact that they managed to get all of that together into one tournament is pretty remarkable feet and get major company sponsorship yeah and they get sponsors for it which i don't know how they're going to handle sponsors in the future Mm -hmm. yeah it's the same way with it's with the the facebook thing that's going on right now too how they've lost dozens of huge sponsors because of their failure to act on privacy issues oh of course um, should we tell everybody about the parlay situation? Update on parlay, everybody. Everybody there? It's getting really mad at each other because they all agree on everything and they can't have a proper discussion about anything. Mm-hmm. But, um, tis. Yeah. I, it's hilarious. It's great. Oh, I've it seen really screenshots. Because, I mean, think about how many of the people that are on there who are, like, you know, the QAnon and 4chan types who are just, like, they don't care about what's going on. They just want to argue and feel like they're the center of attention. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious. I love it. It's definitely... And then there's the whole... Well, there's the whole, like, sheet mentality because it's, like, it's not actually any less restrictive than something like Twitter is, but they don't care, I guess. No. They're here for your private information, good sir. Yeah. Which, I've never fully understood how Facebook gets some of that stuff. Yeah. Oh my god, Chiral. Mm. I have found the greatest thing ever. What's that? You're going to want to check our Discord in a second. Mm. Get ready. 
Oh, is you something? Did you? Did you I clicked it. You clicked the other one. I sent in secret. Yes, I sent that one like twenty oh, minutes. Oh, is that a? Oh yeah. So you did. Yeah, that's that's something. It what he just saw was a uh, a Thanos bikini. Yeah. Well, is it shown up yet? Oh, there it is. Okay, cool, cool. Hadn't shown up yet. Oh, uh, <laughs> what? Why is it so expensive? I know. I'm sure you always have a <laughs> Chad and Kyle action figures. That's crazy. You know, for when you want um want to enact your favorite memes. Yeah. That's. They're already sold out. Are That's they? Kind of thing where I wonder if they. Apparently, if you click on it, it links to somewhere else where they're sold out. Oh. Oh, okay. So it is literally one of a kind. They made those two, and that's it. Who bought them? I have no idea. That's some. That's some real chaotic energy. <laughs> This whole site has a bunch of different stuff on it, though. Oh, yeah. No, it's what I go for if I want interesting ideas for stuff we can make fun of. No, I mean the uh, the Death by Toys that oh, it links to. My bad. Um, but, yeah, uh, the This Is Why I'm Broke is pretty great. They have, uh, But on Death by Toys, they have a male ego action figure, parentheses, broken. Oh, no. Oh, you can get a coronavirus action figure. Hey, wow. it's like your polio ball. Yeah. Me giving up action figure. <laughs> Sold out. I wonder how many of these are just one of the kinds. This is pretty great. Oh, really? Burning Bush playset includes match. <laughs> Let my people go. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff here. This is like, oh, some of these are pretty, pretty bad. They have a Dead Mermaid series. Why? Mer people have died by various tragedies. Yeah, this is the kind of thing that's worth a, a click through for. <laughs> Just, oh, hey, so the, the Kyle and Chad one is an older one, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, but... They also apparently they do multiple different versions of it, so there may be more Kyles and Chads in the future. But variations. As long as there are Stacys and Monster Energy drinks, there always will be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true. Oh, yeah. Some of these are pretty bad. What else we got? Oh, I found in the uh, the other link that you sent me in one of the related things. Yeah, there's a uh, women's muscle printed hollow hollow mask costume. What even is that? I guess a portmanteau of Halloween and Christmas. It's pretty dumb, but regardless, 
Uh, I thought it was funny because they've clearly photoshopped like a skeleton face on top of her regular face, and it looks terrible. Of course, it's like it like literally something that you could do in paint, where they've she doesn't have a mouth anymore. It's just skeleton teeth. It's pretty bad. Yeah, there's weird stuff you can buy on the internet. Don't you mean discover on the internet? No one actually discover. buys this stuff. Yes, no one actually buys it. Yes. Although, at that one site, some of it had stuff that was actually in stock. So, you know, someone somewhere could buy those things. Oh, my God. Someone made the nut and button. Or... <laughs> Is this based on, like, the... The meme? Yes. Yes. That's pretty great. Here, I'll send you uh, the link. It's on Amazon. You can buy it. Oh, boy. Just $14.99. Only $14.99. I feel like who, someone out there back in like 2005 bought like the machinery that they used to make those staples that was easy buttons oh yeah and today it just paid off <laughs> oh man they have a whole series of them yeah like bruh bruh do they have an oof button oof. no i wonder if they could do that since that's from fortnite uh no it's from roblox you're right which is like an actual property i don't see one so apparently not oh you know okay so you know how oof is from uh roblox they actually put that in the jojo's bizarre adventure english dub for one of the uh starbucks stardust crusaders episodes <laughs> i don't doubt it i mean it's not like copyright infringement it's something they're actually worried about it was adult swim i couldn't believe it Yeah, I can't find an oof button. What a shame. Oof. How will we convey our Gen Z emotions now? F in chat. F in chat. Oh, and then there's that other one. Man. What? Apparently, so didn't Rick and Morty season four come out? Yes. Is it like actually available to watch everywhere or is it? I mean, I've seen it, but I was watching it when it came out. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. I don't think. Um, oh, maybe, I have. maybe I'm just getting mixed up. I would say the first half of the season kind of eh. Second half is a must watch. Mm, okay. No, I haven't seen season four yet. This first website I clicked on is just wrong. No, I haven't seen this, but I probably can stream it, and I probably should. You really should? I think that's... Okay. Yeah. The Vat of Acid episode. Okay. Legitimately my favorite episode of Rick and Morty. Okay. Yes or no, do they come back to the evil Morty storyline in this season? That's a like, really... They do, and they do not. Okay. They make a meta joke about it. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um. There's no evil Morty. 
they do reference some other plots though. Mm. Yeah, I want them to continue with that whole storyline because it's like the only actually interesting real story that they've had in the show yet. The but, evil Morty. Yeah. I mean, because everything else is pretty heavily, you know, like one offs for the episodes that they're a part of. Oh, yeah. For the most part. But that that one carries. I would say. Wasn't, um, wasn't, let me see if I can put this up. What were you going to say? Uh, Vat of Acid. That's all. I was just going to keep praising that episode because okay. it's hilarious. Yeah, Pocket Mortys. I remember that. Oh, you mean before Pokemon Go came out? Yeah. That was actually a pretty decent game, though, if I remember right. It was really basic and simple, but it did the job that it needed to. Mm-hmm. As like a... It filled a hole. Pokemon clone. Yeah, it did. It did. They're still updating it, by the way. Are they? That's cool. I'm glad they are. It was a decent enough game that it's good that they are. I can respect that. They did a good job with it. I guess that shows how much I've actually touched it, though, that I can't even remember if it still exists. I just remember because they would show commercials for it after, like, every episode. Right? I remember downloading it, like, once and then never touching it again. I played it for like 14 minutes and stopped. <laughs> and there was like this all just giant hype around it. Like, oh my gosh, people, it's so amazing. Mm -hmm. It's the Pokemon clone we always wanted. Mm -hmm. Right now, the Vat of Acid episode, a 9.5 on IMDb. Wow. That's pretty good. That it's a that's really good for IMDb. Oh yeah, I mean IMDb is always going to have a pretty high number of people who are just going to be trolling and putting zeros on everything. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> In 2020 news, uh, we have confirmed cases of bubonic plague in Asia. I heard about that in Mongolia. Yeah, it was like two cases or something. Yes. And every news outlet ever is like freaking out like bubonic plague. What is plague? How do you? And it's just like every rational person responds with we can treat it with antibiotics. It's literally no deal at all. Yeah, it's literally people are just hunting for the 2020 meme of the month. They really are. And yeah, I don't know. I can't blame them. In a way, it's all click through. Got to get those click and ad revenue. Got to get that. Oh, speaking of, let me see if I can find it here. I yeah, heard that. It's probably not going to be on here anymore. Click, click, boom. Apparently, the UK has issued guidances 
um, for loot boxes to treat them as gambling. Oh, yeah. Sorry, EA. Yeah, right? Look, Wish I could care. Looks like FIFA is just got yeah. wrecked. Yeah. House of Lords calls for immediate gambling regulation. So they're basically trying to... They, they have agreed that there needs to be something that classifies them as gambling. Like, like they should be. That, and this would not be like new laws. It would just bring them under the purview of the old ones. Yeah. If only the U.S. could do it too. We won't. We, we won't. We never will. Because laissez-faire oh. economics, that's that's our basis. Even though we have the FDA, which proves that laissez-faire economics is not really our choice. Yep. And the DEA. And the DEA. And, and any there's probably there's probably more than a dozen of different government regulatory bodies that actually serve real purposes. <laughs> Don't tell the libertarians that. Yeah, I also heard that the who was it? What game? Apparently, game prices are going up. Oh, uh, for next gen. For, for next gen, which I don't believe that will happen. But I don't. Know, people NBA. vote with their, with their dollars. People will. I'm not surprised. In in general, game prices should go up with inflation because that's how it works. That's economic. Sixty dollars. We've had $60 games for a while now. So I think having prices go up for certain games does make sense. But when it's something like NBA 2K, 2K anything, you know, everyone's immediately going to be skeptical for it because it has so much microtransactions. Of course. So you can't really justify raising your prices when you're already subsidizing it through other game mechanics. I guess the question is, would you rather a price increase with no microtransactions or prices stay the same with microtransactions? I would always rather have a price increase if it means you're getting, you know, the full game. Yes. But, I mean, that's always going to be a better deal, I think. I can see AAA games definitely going up in price, but I don't know about anything that would be below that in terms of production. Yeah. I think it'll be really interesting to see if everyone follows that trend or if it's going to take a while for everybody to fall in line with what EA and Ubisoft and all of them decide to set for the next gen. Because I could see, uh, you know, like the CD Projekt Reds still staying behind uh, a $59.99 price tag if they have it releasing on both systems. So like uh, Cyberpunk. I think that's going to be coming out on all systems when it releases later this year. I could see that being 60 bucks across the board, but then when they get to the next release, whatever it is they have next, where it's going to be on just next gen, I could see them raising the prices for that. But they've already come out and pretty clearly stated how they're not going to nickel and dime players for a game like that. Honestly, if, if the developer is upfront with the player base and can justify the price for it, I don't think there needs to be a set, you know, video games are this price. As long as you're charging a fair value for what the game is, I think that's fine. You know, 
a game like The Last of Us 2 that's like actually 30, 40 hours of real gameplay and story being told is definitely worth well more than the $60 price tag that gets put just on the game itself. And that's why people are so willing to spend more than that on collector's edition, collector's editions and stuff with knickknacks and stuff that doesn't really cost that much more to produce in bulk like they do, but still, you know, raises the price, of course. Oh, of course. I I'm curious how this will also it's go NBA 2K. What one was it? Was it? Yeah. I remember with one of the new NFL games that they had, they like actually ported in assets from the last one to the extent that if you looked at some of the NFL banners that were in game, it had the old games logo on it. So it was like a NFL 2019 game with the nfl 2018 logo in the actual game because everything was just ported over oh geez like it's that bad when some of these things happen that's so wrong Mm -hmm. on lighter news by the way um i know this totally come out of nowhere but i just got the email as of right now as of this recording two schmoes is now on Spotify. Nice. There yeah. we go. Now we can have... I, I was going to make a, a bad joke there. I'm not going to make that joke. <laughs> what, what, let's hear it. Come on. All right. I was going to say, now we can have people not listen to us on two platforms. I knew you'd say that. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That is really good, though. We um, can now say we are on the same platform as Joe Rogan. Oh, God. Is that something we should be proud of? I don't know. It depends on your feelings on Joe Rogan. I don't know. I've never seen his podcast, but I know I know a lot of people watch it. I've listened to it. It's fun to listen to, but it's like this fun that I it's like junk food to me. Yeah, I, I can get that. I think he brings on a lot of really cool guests. And I think Joe is mm-hmm. the epitome of the everyman in the situations. And I think that's what makes the podcast work is he just brings on these interesting people and he plays, you know, the everyman for everybody to listen to. Um, And I think that's the only reason why it works. Because sometimes they get into some weird stuff and there's times where I'm like, what am I listening to? Yeah, I feel the same way with the uh, podcast that H3H3 does. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have some videos that they put out that are fun to watch, but it's almost always much more interesting to see who they brought on. Of course. Rather than just a regular podcast show. I feel like a lot of podcasts explode because of their guests. Oh, yeah, for sure. So now we need to get a really good guest. Yeah. Yeah. Who would you want to have on if we if we were gonna bring a guest on? Would it be like Are we going realistic personality types? Uh within reason, I guess. Like So no getting the Pope. No, I think that would be a bit much. Who I'm just trying to think about who would blend well with our sense of humor and our subject matters. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we've obviously talked about having Conroy a million times on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
But I'm saying if we had to bring in someone who is a well-known personality, um, that's that's a scary thought. Mm-hmm. Who would who would you choose? I don't really know. There's a lot of people who I I, mean, I could throw out a dozen names. Yeah, but I feel like there's a lot of them, especially the bigger ones that have just done that kind of stuff so much that it makes me wonder what the value of it would be. You know, I wouldn't want it to be just something that we would bring someone on for our own publicity and to get traction for our own stuff. I would want it to actually be some sort of good interview, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Something original, at least, you know, if maybe someone's promoting something and they just want to talk about it or I would even better for me, at least I would prefer to actually interview someone who's, you know, worth interviewing. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not really sure. Yeah, that's a that's a hard one, man, because I don't know. Did I tell you like while we were on break I was on a million different podcasts? Hmm. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I was on the Eric Zane podcast. Mm-hmm. Um and I was on the Justin Hat Just Music podcast. All right. Yeah, let me see if I can find those. Yep, I found the Eric Zane one I was on, and the Justin Hat one is on YouTube somewhere. There it is. I just typed in my own name in uh, POW. It's got 80 views. Wow. Nice. Yeah. And the Eric Zane one has... It does not say how many views. Tragic. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think it would be interesting to have, like, the the video game donkey sort of personalities. The kind of people who are pretty well behind a persona, or at least gives that appearance. Yeah. I think it'd be really interesting to see, you know, a more down-to-earth interview sort of thing with something like that. I think that'd be cool. I think... Because there's a lot of... Well, there's a lot of people in the post like i'm saying like post 2015 meme meme scene you know we've had plenty with like filthy frank, filthy frank idubs uh, all those types have been you know covered to death at this point but i think there's a lot of newer people who have yet to get their full chance in the limelight that i think would be really interesting to talk with i agree I would feel, I don't know. I would want it to be someone somewhat small. That way they're more likely to say yes, because. Yeah. Right. I agree. I definitely agree. I would want. Hmm. That's a really hard question. I don't know. I can't think of anybody at the time. Maybe like Killian Experience, but. He, I think, is a little too big for us, and he's on the whole another side of the world. Mm. That does make it challenging. Especially with time schedules. Yep. I'd say internet historian, but he's also too big, and I can't speak Australian. <laughs> Just got to tape your chair to the ceiling. Yeah, I can't speak upside down. 
Have you seen any of the the piece that he did with Cemento Media on his Cemento's channel? Oh yeah, those little podcast things they're doing. Yeah, those are genius. They're great. They're so good. Hmm. Yeah, I can't think of anybody worth noting at the moment. Yeah, I'd love to keep an eye out now because that'd be fun. Oh yeah, I would. I would love to do that. You know, I think would be fun for us to do if we did like um some game streams as well. But I don't even know how we would begin scheduling that. Yeah, I've almost got myself set up to do it here. But I don't know. I, I'm at the point where, what was it? There's a good line I heard where it's like, when are you streaming? I'm streaming when I'm streaming. Like, I don't want to do something on a schedule. Yeah, I agree. There's just so much going on that I know I'd never be able to keep it. At least not yet. But I would like to start doing something like that. I, I don't know. I thought about doing a music stream, especially when all those concert things were getting popular around the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I forgot half my songs. <laughs> that doesn't work. No, it doesn't. It's sad, actually. What kind of games would you think we'd do? Because I know there's lots... I don't know. There's a lot of, like, the, the Jackbox type of games that you know, I feel like are done to death at this point i was going to suggest jackbox as well but the thing is i don't think you and i could just we would need to get more people for those and that would yeah. be a matter of getting the right personalities which i think we could knowing our we friend groups but if we could get the right group of people together yeah then I'd, I'd consider it um my friend in the navy uh kenny shout out to kenny in the navy ladies and gentlemen he's going through hell through the coronavirus oh, um he and I, he and I would gather friends for Jackbox games, and it's actually really fun if you get the right people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we could get a good group together, that'd be worth that'd be worth looking into. I don't know. I also thought we could just do whatever because I don't know. I think it'd be way more casual for us to bring in guests if we did the game streams versus the, you know, the show That's itself. True. Mm-hmm. But then again, I don't have anywhere near the stuff to start setting up to do streaming, so it would probably be on your end. Yeah, I definitely have, especially if it's just something like Jackbox that's super low intensive, like, you know, graphically. Yeah. I could definitely handle something like that. Easily. Uh, and I'm pretty sure with Jackbox, you don't. You only have to have one person who has a copy of it. So I guess that's good, too. Yeah. That way you don't have to have something that you can, you know, you don't have to make sure everyone has a copy of it. You just only have to get one. Yeah, you just have to have the one copy. Well, my Switch has a couple of Jackbox games, but that's beside the fact. It's a matter of getting that video off the thing. Right. Well, I don't know how that works cross-platform, though, if it's started on 
switch should be able to keep it going somewhere else i, I would assume i don't know i don't know i just know that um the way it works is that you use a console to get to a hub and then the phones get like late the controls to the hub right right Well, do we have anything else? Because um, it's a really slow news day. I had one thing that I was seeing here, but it's a slow day. It's yeah. a slow day. Very slow. Um, I was seeing that there was apparently a court order for the Dakota Access oil pipeline to be shut and drained. Whoa. Which is could be huge, but I'm still trying to read through it to figure out like what the actual extent of it is. Yeah. Um, apparently the order is based on, uh, says ruling U S army Corps of engineers violated the national environmental policy act when it granted an easement to energy transfer LP to construct and operate a segment of the oil pipeline beneath Lake Oahe in South Dakota, because they failed to produce an adequate environmental impact statement. The court ordered energy transfer to shut and empty the pipeline within 30 days, closing off the biggest artery transporting crude oil out of North Dakota's Bakken Shale Basin to Midwest and Gulf Coast regions. Neat. Yeah. Ew. Interesting. I. This seems like bureaucratic stuff, though. On the whole, this isn't gonna. This is gonna be something that'll keep the pipeline shut down indefinitely. I don't think. I wouldn't be pr surprised to see this form that they failed to do the environmental impact statement. Um, I wouldn't. I mean, they're gonna be pushing hard to get that through if that's all it is. I mean, of course. According to an estimate by the Army Corps, preparing an environmental impact statement could take about 13 months. You know, I wouldn't be surprised to see them cut that at least in half. 13 months. Just give us a year, maybe a little more. Yeah. Definitely our top I priority. I, I guess the alternative for it is that they just reroute the pipeline somewhere else that isn't the lake that it goes through. So yeah, hmm. very interesting. Um, <laughs> oh, I haven't seen this in so. I haven't been looking. At, I've I've only been looking at news on my phone for such a long time that I forgot that I have the Drumfinator turned on still. You, oh my gosh, really? It's been so long. That's like a running joke on this podcast. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to see it still. People are complaining about it, of course. Um, but, yeah. This is going to be a setback for the pipeline that goes through there, but it's not going to turn it off forever. No. It's just going to be a delay of up to 13 months. And I'd be shocked if it takes that long. How dark. All right. Well, that's what I have. Yeah, it's a really slow news day today. Yeah, it it just kind of is. Um, I'm looking at Twitter to see if there's anything worth noting.
And there's not. Nope. Apparently the Supreme Court rules that states can penalize so-called faithless electors. Hmm. Neat. Well, do you want to call it here for today, Kyrel? Shorter podcast? Yeah, I'm good calling it there. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for supporting this artificially lengthened podcast. I don't know what to say. I had a funnier word in mind, but I forgot it. But in the meantime, I'm the Miss Orion, and I'm one step closer to death. I'm Kyle, and I've been a schmo. Oh, yeah, we're schmoes. That's right. Uh, And this has been the Two Schmo Show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, and have a good night.